Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Latch Mama podcast. It's Melissa here, still running a podcast, very postpartum with very little sleep. So I don't know exactly what you're going to get today, but we're going to have some fun. It's uh, almost the holidays. April and I are hanging out today, um, and we're going to chat it up a little bit. It's going to be good. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Latch Mama podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. So here we are. Very, very limited sleep in the Wirt household right now. April's kids are all old and sleep through the night now, right? They do, but they don't go to bed until after I go to bed. So that's the problem now. Ooh. Last night, I so my kids are supposed to turn their phones in at 930, plugged in downstairs. Last night. Do you go check to make sure they're there? Mm, no. Okay. Maybe a spot check. Okay. So um, I just go on the honor system. Okay. And it really, you know, okay. for the most part happens. April has good kids. Um, They've been I mean, all kids are good kids. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> you can't make jokes like that on here. We're going to get emails <laughs> now. I'm kidding. Kidding. Um, kidding. April's kids are, are how old? How old's 18, guy? 15, 13. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, last night, 1045, I hear the 15-year-old in the room talking to her friend, who's a guy, (gasps) at like 1045. And I was like, girl, wrap it up. You are an hour past. So this kid- So did you have to get up and get out of bed? I was getting ready to go to bed. And then that's when I heard her talking. And she's like, but it's Aiden, who I have a joke. I call him my best friend, Aiden. Okay. Um, and I was like, I do not care. I don't care who it is. Plug that thing in. So, yeah. this That's my night at like quarter to 11. I have a, I have a cat. <sighs> Sorry. My bad. It's probably somebody trying to deliver something to my house and they can't find my house. That's pretty much all of my free time right now is oh, talking to delivery people who that makes sense. can't seem to find my house. But what was I going to say? Oh, I have a, this cat that we rescued from the inside of a car engine. And I think he must have been taken from his mommy young. Um, but his cry sounds like a kid. So he sometimes sits outside of my door and cries and I don't know if it is a child who's upstairs in their bed, right? you know, throwing up, you know, you know what, what kids do, like how, how they wake up in the middle of the night and like get really upset. So I never really know. So I listen to it for a really long time. And then I realize if it's a kid, they probably will find their way to me. But yeah, Onyx's cries. You need to put a bell on that cat. I need to do something. So I know it's the cat, not the kids. But all right. (laughs) Anyways, we're here. Kennedy wants us to play some holiday trivia. Why? I don't really know. Um, But we're going to play some holiday trivia. And Kennedy has a mic today. So you guys can hear him. Kennedy. Kennedy. How's it going, folks? The best podcast producer in the world. I don't think he really set out in life to be a podcast producer. No. Is that your game show host voice? It's a good voice. Yes, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to (laughs) the first annual Latched Mama (laughs) Christmas Trivia starring April and Melissa. (gasps) All right. So we got some questions here. We're going to go through them. They should be easy. We'll start a little easier and get a little harder. Maybe we'll do like first to three or something like that. First to three. Okay. So I'll ask the question and you just just go for it. Uh, Yeah, you ding. We'll just kind of just say it. Um, right. I have a baby, so I'm a little handicapped right now. But that's okay. all right. You can all just right. kind of shout it out if you know. 
All right. Don't use that baby as an excuse. So, first question, okay. we're going to go with, what was Frosty the Snowman's nose made out of? Carrot. Oh, coal. Oh, it's Frosty a carrot. Frosty the Snowman. It's got to be a carrot. Had a f- Eyes made out of, of coal. coal. With a corn cob pipe and a button nose. Oh! Hey. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I was latching a baby, <laughs> so I feel like that shouldn't count. Mm. All right, that's one point for April. No. The, the button nose. Okay. You had plenty of time. Right. Whatever. Okay. I don't All right. Like losing, Next guys. up. <laughs> don't know if you know that about me. We have an easy one. What is another name for a Christmas tree? Uh, a fir tree. Tannenbaum. Maybe a little more historical. Starts with a Y. Yuletide? Yule? <laughs> Yule tree. Yule That's tree. That's what it says. Hmm. That's a half point. Did you, you just say that was easy? I mean, it's. You know, I feel like you it made depends that on up. you know your knowledge of trees. I guess, Kennedy. There is no way that you knew that question before you just read it. Yeah, Kennedy there's and no his way. family. They're like, when are we setting up the, the Yule, Yule tree? tree? <laughs> there's <laughs> no way. <laughs> All right. Next up, in Home Alone, where oh, are the this. McAllisters going on vacation? France, 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 France. Hey! Yeah. Wow. Didn't even yeah. get to finish the question. All right. Very yeah. good. Very good. All right, let's see. Where are they going in the new Home Alone that is on Netflix or that is on Disney Plus? <gasps> bonus know. bonus question. I don't know. Japan, I really? believe. Ooh. I believe that's the right answer. Was this like Home Alone 4? It's like, no, it's, oh, uh, no, maybe not Japan. No, I don't know. I think I really just made that up. No, there was a house that was for sale and then they went there, but the mom, I, I don't know. <laughs> We'll, I think get, we'll get back to you on the new Home Alone. Did you all know that the mom in Home Alone is Moira on Schitt's Creek? Wow. Yes. Oh, I did not know love that. Love her. That's pretty amazing. I do love Schitt's Creek. I think I need to rewatch it. Me too. And I really think that there was a Japan in the new Home Alone, but I really could be completely wrong. <laughs> Guys, my life is a blur right now. Okay. <laughs> all right. We'll do maybe one or two more. Uh, which holiday actor played six different roles in the Polar Express? Oh, Tom, oh, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Oh, tie. All right, you both have two points now. So oh. That means we have one more question. All right, this one's for all the marbles. According to the song, what did my true love give to me on the eighth day of eighth Christmas? Day of Christmas. My true love gave to me eight turtle doves. No. Eight, eight. eight lords a leaping. Eight ladies dancing. Eight maids a milking. Maids a milking. And that's where it all comes back to Latch Mama. Maids a milking. Thanks for playing, folks. We'll see you again next year. Maids a milking, Kennedy. Really, you're gonna bring that around to Latch Mama. Wow, that was actually kind of fun. Thank you. Yule tree, the Yule tree and maids of milking. Mm-hmm. Button nose. Wow. Okay. Hi. Happy holidays. Hi. So for those of you who don't know, April runs kind of our cust. She used to run our customer service program. Pro- program. Pro- we have a program. A, le- a, customer, <laughs> a customer service program. Service. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. This is not good. <laughs> a customer service team. But now she kind of oversees all of our customer interaction um that takes place here at latch mama big old job april has because she gets to help build community which is just as important as our clothing april talk to me about our community talk to me about what mothers need Mm, oh gosh that's a big question um 
So what did we launch our Latched Mama Love Group like a year ago? I feel like it was right or at the beginning years of the ago. pandemic. I feel like it was April Bef- of 2020, wasn't it? Or like right before that. Yeah, yeah like right before the pandemic. So started. we're actually almost two years. Okay. Um, yeah. Right? Like a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we surpassed 10,000 members. I don't know what our number is right now, but, um, 11,000. Yeah. So it has been such a great group. Um, so what do moms need? I feel like from that, we Mm -hmm. are seeing that moms need that connection Mm -hmm. and they thankfully were able to find that during the pandemic through that group. Um, they also want to hear that they're or like want to feel like they're not alone. Like I think we were, we're, reading, ta- we're talking about moms. Like we're not them. We want <laughs> they, to know that we're know, not alone. I know. Right. <clears throat> they want to know. Yeah. So I think we, we need yes. that connection. We need that. Mm-hmm. Um, just that knowledge that like what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going through that too. Um, this way that I'm feeling. Yep. You felt that same way. Um, especially when you're kind of in the trenches and it's been a rough day, like, Oh my goodness. It's so nice to just see that other people are seeing or experiencing that same thing. You know, we're working on this side project that will be announced at some point, maybe in the future, if it all comes together, but it's so interesting reading about kind of the history of motherhood and how in our Westernized culture, we have made it really cool to be independent and kind of not need help sorry but motherhood in general is designed and has always been designed by so many other cultures and historically in the very early days in the united states as something that requires community that is not supposed to be done alone Um, and it's so interesting to me to watch how much joy and how much support and how it can change people's journeys um, just when you start to bring that community together and you bring it together in a really, really safe way, um, which has been kind of our goal in the Latch Mama community mm-hmm. is to make sure that it truly does feel like a safe space. So that doesn't just mean, hey, we decline really like mean comments, but like even like the snarkiness that you sometimes see in mom's groups, like you know, calling each other Karen or, you know, just kind of being a brat at the end of your statement. That's really not that bad. It's your opinion. But then you like have to like dig in at the Mm -hmm. end. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We don't put up with that crap because Mm -hmm. it's completely not okay. And it's not how you would talk to somebody if you sat down and had coffee with them. It's just, it's not, it's not cool, but it happens all over the internet. So I feel like the easy way to build community especially when we're living further away from each other, especially during COVID when we can get together less is through the internet. But then you have this other challenge, which is how do you maintain and create a safe space on the internet for moms? Right. And I hear time and again that our group is so different. Like Mm -hmm. those moms know that they can go to our group and they don't feel, um, they, they can be vulnerable, but then they don't feel like they're going to be attacked for being vulnerable. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's interesting because you have the people who start their posts like, I don't know if this is going to get approved. And like, as long as it is something that is not really mean or judgmental about others, it's going to get approved. And 
it's so interesting to kind of watch everybody, you know, power behind that one person and just really kind of build them up and stuff. It's really, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's really beautiful. Well, it's funny when I first started taking over like that side of things, social Mm -hmm. media, I was like, what does NLMR mean? We're so old. We're (laughs) so old. But no, I'm like Googling it. I'm like, what? You know, and it wouldn't come up. And um, Corey, who's one of who's our yeah. team lead, she was like, "Oh, it means not latched Latch mama, mama related,", related. And, and they like made it up themselves. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, "Oh, I think it's funny that they even put that because yeah. how many of those com or how many of those posts actually yeah. are mm-hmm. clothing or latched yeah. mama related? Like, no, they're mom related." Somebody asked me the other day, like, how much money in terms of like staffing and payroll do we spend? literally just on creating community like is there somebody asked me like is there like a business model where you set aside a certain amount of money to build community because then you know they'll come by your clothes and I'm like oh yeah all of our budgets yeah all yeah, yeah all of our budgets and all of like the way that we've just you know kind of mapped out the way our company works you know to <laughs> our to profit and loss um spreadsheets yeah, and things we, that we go through every yeah, day yeah I mean we, yeah. we, we we do have a <laughs> P&L I mean we do have we do thankfully we have some some accounting <laughs> software and stuff like that like we're not completely running amok there but we do spend quite a bit of money on moderating and doing the community I mean I've said since day one that the clothes were created to be the revenue stream to create a motherhood community which um, is cool because I think people have tried to do this I mean you have something like baby center or Mm -hmm. you know you have different places on the internet that have brought moms together but they're all ad based so then they're pushing different products so they're going to push you know Medela on one side of your page and then they're going to push Similac on the other side of your page so you're going to be reading a comment about why breastfeeding is hard and you're going to see these completely two different options which is great take whatever option is important to you but you get such a mixed message of motherhood where yeah, we're selling clothes, but we don't sell it within the group. And you literally can go to the group and just clear your mind and not see ads for things, which I think is a completely different way of building kind of a motherhood area. Yeah. That feels, hopefully that feels rare. Hopefully that feels special to them that, um, we're not, we don't want you in that group to sell you clothes. We want Uh you in that group so that you can find community. Absolutely. Feel valued, you know, Mm -hmm. have your opinion, um, valued, provide that support to other moms. Yeah. I was kind of joking like about our budgets because if there's a need out there Uh and we see it, Oh, Uh there was a house fire. Uh Oh, there is a child that is very, very sick. Yeah. We just, yeah. Send them clothes (laughs) or send them like soup. And like, (laughs) I love April. April's my little, um, uh, she's my little kindness worker. She's the one that like has, I love it. she's like head of merriment, but <laughs> she literally just has a credit card and knows. I mean, every once in a while she'll ask, but knows what she's allowed to do. And then suddenly we get this like feedback from these wonderful families that were like, Hey, you did this for me when this happened. And I'm like, April, we did this for them. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I took care of it. And it's like the best, most wonderful place to be as a company that like, we don't, I mean, we, we should watch our bottom line probably more than we do, but we're going to be okay. Like everything's fine. I don't want anything more in life. You know, like I don't need, you know, like we don't need to grow this 
multi-billion dollar company where we have people who are wondering what stock options are and all that stuff. No, like we literally are here to help support and build community that is missing from motherhood um, and hopefully help as many people as we can throughout the way. Do you have any like favorite stories from, I mean, I have so many of them from the last six years, but do you have any like favorite? Okay. You go first and then that'll like, Oh wow. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, we have a lot of like internal stories. I was thinking about for this other side project we're working on. Um, I was working on it this week (laughs) and um, (laughs) digging into some of the really early days of Latch Mama and kind of like how we got here. And I was telling April before we started, like it was never it, it, Yes, it was about community. Yes, it was about clothes. But the way that it all came together was not really on purpose. Um, You know, it just started like we never planned to have a baby friendly workplace. I never planned to give women or parents 100 days of maternity leave. Like that was just never something that was planned. Like it was supposed to be a small little Etsy store. And then suddenly people started buying our clothing and then people who weren't breastfeeding started buying our clothing and then people just started coming to the community and it started just working. But I was thinking the other day about how, you know, we built a lot of community within the walls of Latch Mama when we first started and we had a few, two of which were single moms, one of which were married, but all three were very, very young a lot of people mm-hmm. remember them, Kat, Elizabeth, and Emily. And they came together and they, they all came kind of joined Latch Mama for different reasons. But then all of a sudden we grew and we needed people running different stages. So they had no experience doing what they were doing. Emily had your job at the time and Kat was a project manager and Elizabeth just kind of ran the whole warehouse. Um, but I remember in particular, Emily, they they moved in relatively close to Eric and I cat and her husband bought a house and then Emily and her husband rented the house next door. And I remember the morning that Emily gave birth to her second kid. I walked over and it was the same morning that cat was going to get a DNC for her missed miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was standing outside and I was playing soccer with their kids. And like, I look back on it now, like in the moment it was, it was heavy and it was a lot and it was like a lot to process and being older and further into life than they were. I knew how monumental that day was going to be and how they were going to look back on it. And there was going to be sorrow and there was going to be, you know, happiness for Emily, but where does that put cat and like all of this stuff. And I didn't really let myself get in that moment there, but I was working on this project that we're working on. And it was just so overwhelming to me that that was kind of the start of it. It's like watching them start to navigate life within the walls of this building and realize that like we had the opportunity if we played it right to give that to other moms. I mean, yeah, maybe I wasn't going to be playing soccer with their kids in the front yard while they had these monumental life moments happen, but we could be there for them, mm-hmm. you know, and we yeah, could and share those our experience. Three, those three really like talk about Latch Mamas where they found like a family yep. mm-hmm. um, and they are all like best friends. Yeah. And they inspired so much of what I tried to create, watching them come together and kind of find their legs mm-hmm. in motherhood and, I mean, the ups and the downs and, you know, it it definitely was not always easy and rainbows and sunshine, right. but knowing that that relationship and watching them kind of bloom into it was such an inspiration for what we wanted to create, you know, on the internet. It's scary though, because the internet is, 
can be terrible. I mean, moms can be terrible to each other mm-hmm. on the internet. Um, but with people like you and the rest of the staff, you know, we really, really try and make sure that doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's like kind of one of my favorite latch mama memories, but I love that. Um, yeah, I think maybe like, I don't have a jaded bone in my body. <laughs> like, I, I read maybe like a lot of that yeah. negativity, mm-hmm. but like, like I'll slack out like, oh, a customer will email something and it's a lot of negative, but then yeah. she'll say one positive thing at the end yeah. and I'll be like, that's the part I caught. I caught that, yeah. uh, you know, our clothes made her feel confident in her body and that yeah. she wears them every day Absolutely. and she, lo- you know, not, that's not to the say that I the cut. feedback doesn't get where it needs yeah. to go, but, but yeah. I'm like, oh, that's what I see. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think like when we. There is a lot of negativity on social media, but I think that um, hopefully with our team, like they really focus on the positive mm-hmm. and trying to help, you know, bring those moms together. Um, I love it when local then, moms get together. So like they meet on the group and then suddenly there's a picture of two moms together, like in their latch mama. And they're like, hey, we met up at the no, park No, I today. know. That's what and I'm I w- like. Oh my gosh. And like, you can find that anywhere. Apparently there's like apps you can find mom friends now. I don't know. But the idea that we just facilitated some sort of connection and some sort of relationship in such a time in life that can feel so lonely is so rewarding. Yes. That's the one I was going to share is it seems like, Oh, you've got 10,000, 12,000 members. Mm -hmm. How are you not just a name, but the way that they communicate and connect with each other, then they become friends. Mm -hmm. And so then, um, I mean, then we'll get emails where like they've combined their order with so-and-so because they're already chatting. They've already worked out like what they're going to buy and place one order or they go out together and they're wearing their latch mama together. Like that I think is so fun. Um, Caitlin that works for us, I guess she lives like maybe next door or maybe across the street from this other new mom. And same thing, like in the middle of a pandemic, you've got this brand new baby, your first baby. Um, she figured out that they both were breastfeeding and I, and they both were wearing latched mama one day. And so they started talking, um, and you know, just becoming, you know, just better connected. Like how nice to have someone across the street or next door to you that's going through the same stuff that you're going through. You know what? I think what makes it so unique, I was reading an article prior to doing our Wednesday night live last night. And it was about how motherhood maternity for those of you guys who don't know was purchased by kind of a media conglomerate. They own Martha Stewart and BCBG and stuff now. Um, But definitely not like mom based, but so motherhood maternity was bought. And when they went through bankruptcy, they closed all their stores or closed the majority of their stores. And then when the pandemic hit, they closed the rest of them. But they just opened two pop up stores under a pee in the pod, one in Chicago and one in D.C. It's really interesting because I was reading and reading and reading and reading. You get down to like the last two paragraphs and they have brought in this media company. Like so they're owned by like a media conglomerate. So they're owned by like I don't I don't maybe they're not a media conglomerate. I don't know. They're owned by like this head company that's not a bunch of moms. Mm -hmm. Um, But I promise you this has a point. They're bringing in consultants and other ways of building community. So they're doing things within their store to try and pull moms in to create connections, which I don't want to say we've inspired all of it, but we're getting to be big enough that, I mean, we're probably somewhat, I mean, they're a multi probably 
billion million dollar publicly mm-hmm. traded or they were at some point company so i mean i can't imagine that we're on everybody's radar but it's so interesting to start to see the words community and motherhood together and i mean of course i would always choose our community which is run by moms and like i said isn't looking at spreadsheets and isn't looking at bottom lines all day and you know trying to figure out where we fit in in this conglomerate of other businesses um but it's cool. It's really, really neat to see people starting to focus on that because it's so incredibly important. Yeah. When I first had, well, I was just going to say, like, why do you think that happened? Like, what happened? Because it was it was mm-hmm. very mom, like community mom mm-hmm. focused. Um, you weren't expected, I don't think, to have everything together and to present your children like. Yeah. <laughs> perfectly like Mm -hmm. people knew like I'm thinking about these like 1950s neighborhoods where your kids just kind of ran back and forth and and they um, ran from house to house and like you know you Mm -hmm. would be out talking like my mom so I was born when my mom was 42 so um, she already had children and then I came along much later but she would talk about every Tuesday they would get together at one particular lady's house and they would give all their babies baths together Wow. And that was Could like, you imagine what would happen if that happened? Oh, you use that soap? Well, right. I, I use this soap and, you know. Oh, my baby can't have Your baby circumcised? Oh, my gosh. <sighs> I can't be your friend anymore. You're like, I mean, it's yeah. unbelievable. Could you imagine? <laughs> no. I mean, it, I mean, maybe there are some small circles in some communities where that's all fine. You all agree with everything and whatever. But there's also that pressure that you have to agree to be part of that circle. Do you mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can't imagine a place right now where I could gather five people who would sit in a non-judgmental place that would not go home and say, oh, this is the soap they bought to baby bath time. Or can you believe that, I don't know, that woman pierced her baby's ears at at 12 months Mm -hmm. old or something you know like it's just it just doesn't happen right we're all so somewhat judgmental of i guess expected to have an opinion about everything yeah yeah it's just and it's so harming because what happens is if you're worried about the decisions that you're making being judged you're going to isolate and you're not going to make those connections And we all need Mm -hmm. those connections. True. And I think like when my kids were little, especially, um, you then start to second guess yourself. So Uh if one mom does something a certain way, Mm -hmm. let's say it's, you know, all organic food and I don't. Yep. Then I go, oh, am I miss? Oh, should I? Should I? Uh Did I miss something? Should I be doing that? And what happens if you can't afford to do that? Yeah. Yeah. And, or you don't have the time to um, puree all mm-hmm. of the food and you just buy the jars of Gerber baby yeah. food. Like, yeah. And then mm-hmm. you start to question, should I be doing that? Um, what what am I doing wrong? If they're, that seems right, or at yeah. least to them that seems right. So what am I doing wrong? And I think that that just very slowly, like those little seeds uh-huh. make you um, make you question every decision and then what type of mom you are yep. and are you good enough and, and then yeah, you and stay up comparison. at night worrying about that and then right. you don't sleep and then yeah. it just it all kind of 
snowballs on itself. And we were talking in the last podcast, Lindy made such a good point. She was like, why did it take me to four kids before I set my own boundaries with my family and said, my happiness is important. It's the same thing. Like, why does it take you getting so overwhelmed or to two or three kids to say, you know what? Cloth diapering isn't for me. Or you know what? Tonight we are going to have chicken nuggets for dinner and they're not going to be organic. You know, why does it take us reaching just this breaking point breaking point where all of a sudden we realize that we're allowed to have some grace and you know we're allowed to make decisions that are best for our family as opposed to best for others right um but i think so many of those constant decisions that we have to make every day are isolating um because it's really really hard to find somebody who's made all the same decisions you have or find Mm -hmm. somebody that you trust enough that you spend enough time with that you've developed enough connection with to be like yeah, this is what we do. And I'm sorry if you don't agree with it. Right. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. Like I might disagree, but we can still have fun together. Like Absolutely. our kids can still have play, ga- play dates. I'm going to do this a little differently than you, whether it's discipline or whatever yep. the thing might be. But yet, like I still value the way that you have gone about doing that. Absolutely. But you're right. Like it's almost like we're expected to have an opinion about everything. And mm-hmm. so that means that your opinion can't if it's not the same as mine mm-hmm. then you're probably wrong instead of yeah you've you've arrived at that is what's decision best because that's or, best yeah. for your family and you know your kids best mm-hmm. and you know the dynamics of your family and you figured out that that's the best for you and then same for me i figured out that this thing is mm-hmm. the best for me um, and it takes a really long time to develop a connection with somebody where that stuff doesn't matter. Right. And that's what's so hard because you change so seismically when you actually have a baby and your identity shifts. So are those old relationships still there? They might not be. So your identity is different. So suddenly you have a baby and you're supposed to form these new friendships and these new connections with mm-hmm. people and spend enough time and enough energy building them that you're seen for who you are and not for your decisions that you're making. But everything defaults to talking about your baby, which probably defaults to you talking about your decisions. And then suddenly you're questioning your decisions because they're not the same as other people's. It literally is just an opportunity for like disconnection and judgment right oh yeah I when I was postpartum doula I would use this phrase that I hope helped I would say like you're trying on different parenting styles when you're so new to being a a new mom you don't have to land on anything like you're trying on Mm -hmm. different styles and things that you are wondering if will work or not and you'll find out over time kind of who you are, who your family is, what your baby needs. But like mm-hmm. come at that with a very open mind and yeah. just try things on a very like kind of loose handed way. And like just, you know, you'll figure it out, but yeah. you don't have to settle on it. And taking that particular. one step further is every baby is different too. So yeah. all of a sudden you have baby number two or baby number three, and maybe they do need a co-sleep or maybe they, they they do need milk from a bottle every once in a while, you know? And so you're then questioning your identity again and you're saying, but hold on, I was a baby down the hall in the crib sleeper yeah. with my first one. Like what is happening? This one won't sleep. Oh no, now we're co-sleeping. But Susie Q down the street is completely against co-sleeping how are we going to be friends still? Mm -hmm. You know, like how, like how is this going to work? And I think a lot of it is just 
being open to vulnerability and being open to being your true self to people, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard in a space where there's so many different decisions to make and judgments that opportunities for judgment, you know? So going back to it, I would like to think that in our group, we do a very, very good job of making sure that, you know, people are treated as fairly as possible. Yeah. I love these posts where, you know, a lot of, a lot of times moms reach out and they just have, they would just want suggestions or they want some support. Um, and then I don't even have time to like respond. Like I, in that, maybe that mm-hmm. particular post, I'm like, Oh, I, I might have something to share. Let me see. You know, there's already 68 comments yep. and I'm reading through them all. And I'm like, that is great advice. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was such a loving statement that you gave that mom. Yeah. Oh, that's another angle of it. Like, and there's so many people who show up just to be like, Hey mom, I see you. Yeah. And that is the most beautiful thing sometimes that you can say to somebody, especially if what they're doing is maybe not what you're doing. You know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe it's not the direction that you're taking your family or maybe, you know, it's not, it's not something that you guys have decided as a family that it is good for you. But just to be like, Hey, I, I see that struggle there. We had the same struggle without even saying, Hey, but I landed here and this is why right. you just shut up. Yeah. You know? Which yeah. I like I'm, so I powerful. have complete confidence that you guys will figure that out. It sounds like you're really mm-hmm. thinking through like yeah. all of the, uh-huh. you know, different choices, like good for you. It's so beautiful. Which just makes me like not want to be talking about it because I don't want it to grow too big. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to break it. Um, but I feel like as long as the clothing side of the business is growing and we're still able to spend time on moderating and, you know, making sure that we're growing individually as we're commenting on posts, you know, it's going to hopefully continue to <laughs> grow in a nice, kind manner. But I don't know. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's fascinating just to watch this beast of a company grow simply based on community. Yeah. And then the lives, I mean, Mm -hmm. some people that is appointment time for them. 9 PM Wednesday night. So bad. Cause I, I mean, (laughs) I, I laugh about it because I don't know what we're doing other than being authentic. And I think that that's something that's missing so much from motherhood and we are a hot mess. I mean, if you knew like brand new baby, Lindy's like quarantining at home with six kids while her husband's on a business trip. I mean, last night was a mess, but you know, we show up and I Mm -hmm. think that that's half of, you know, life in general is just to show up and put yourself out there and see what happens. Right. So, yeah. And I know, I mean, they just love it. They like crack up at you guys. Like they just love just how natural you are. (laughs) We're like comic relief. I think for (laughs) many people, my tired postpartum eyes. Um, I don't know what else, what else do we have going on? Hmm. Oh, the reviews. Mm. Yes. Kennedy coming in crucial there yeah i didn't i didn't read through them all i read through some of them but thank you guys you all really really showed up to leave us reviews on the podcast you really did i mean um we had not asked i don't think before for for reviews and so there were a couple when we first launched our podcast like a year ago there were some um but then i guess was it last podcast we asked you guys to kind of go out there um, so you showed up. How many do you think there were, Kennedy? Probably like a hundred, hundred. A hundred plus new ones. And so I read through them on Tuesday. That was like a joyful part of my job. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything that comes through the email 
chain at Latch Mama is joyful. Right. Yes. So I got to read through those on Tuesday afternoon and just had the most fun. Um, So a couple things that stuck out at me is number one, you guys just kept saying how it was like sitting down and having coffee with a friend of yours. And see, that's the part that like makes me happy, but it also makes me really sad because it's like that. I mean, it hits home exactly what we've been talking about the whole podcast and how we're building Latch Mama. So if anybody wants a a roadmap of how to build a how to build a company, you start with community. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that that's I mean, I remember Eric talking when I first said I wanted to start Latch Mama and like we were trying to figure out the clothing thing because I had no design experience. We started building the community. He's like, let's start with the Facebook page. And I was like, but we don't have any clothes yet. And he's like, we'll just, you know, start the Facebook page. And I started going down this very, very like natural granola-y birth route because I had just had my second son at home and I was like, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. And you, you love know. birth. Like you love. I do. I do because yeah. it's easy because it's an easier thing for me, which is very surprising to me. Um, but anyways, and he was like, Melissa, this isn't going to fly. And I'm like, why? And he's like, because you birthed a baby like what point five percent of people in the United States do is like people don't have home births like, you know, everybody, you know, might be having home births. He's like, but that's not where motherhood is in mm-hmm. general. And it was very like it was a very you know simple marketing, you know concept at that point, and I don't know where I'm going with this, but other than the fact that like community and having coffee and bringing people together is such a crucial part of what we do at Latch Mama, you know. Yeah. Why? So it does kind of make me sad too because it's like why? How's it gotten so hard to mm-hmm. sit down with a friend of yours and? Yeah do yeah. that how has life gotten so hard it comes back to exactly i feel like which what we just talked about is building those connections after you become a mother is time consuming and yeah. hard and you're not going to hit a home run every time yeah and you might not feel safe yeah and like With every particular. single day there are new decisions to make and you have to be so comfortable in a relationship to show up and say hey this happened today and this is what i did and not have judgment from the other side right and like how do you find those relationships yeah especially if you didn't have them before like I don't have I mean I could call you and have coffee and say hey this happened and whatever and I don't care what you think about my parenting decisions <laughs> and I know you'd be there for me I could probably call Lindy uh call my best friend from college but that was a relationship prior to motherhood yeah I, but that that's about it yeah and even those older relationships you've almost got a lot of catch-up to do you've yep. got to like they don't maybe know your kids mm-hmm. personalities and then so you've yeah. got to kind of catch them up on all Uh of these pieces. Yeah, you're right. It's almost like those people that you are seeing on a regular basis. Yep. Um, You also have to have either somebody who's like done work themselves and like it is in a very healthy place from like a confidence level mm -hmm. and from like a who they are place, which I don't think is a very normal thing in 30 year olds in the United States. I mean, we don't have a lot of great mental health care we don't you know we're we're all coming to the table with our own junk and I think finding those people that are that are safe and healthy and those good relationships can be a really really hard task right yeah so remember out there mamas (laughs) like you're trying on different styles you you're not landing on anything different babies different kids need different things 
different life circumstances require different things. And your life is going to look different with four kids if you go out and have a cup of coffee with somebody who has one. Yeah. But you're going to be able to help them in ways that, you know, you probably wish that you were helped when you had one kid. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, it's such a, it's so hard. But I feel like we need it. And I think that that's the moral of the story is like, yeah, we're showing up and we're doing this podcast, but nothing beats really grabbing coffee with a friend. I mean, nothing beats really having that true connection. Yeah. But it's hard to find and it's hard to like, there's all those memes about like how to, how to make mom friends, you know, like, and how, like, how do you approach somebody at a play group or how do you approach somebody at the park and be like, Hey, our kids are really, really getting along. Do you want to have coffee? I mean, how scary is that? And not be creepy. (laughs) I know. Like how, like, but we all need friends and we all need connection. Yeah. But then how do you have coffee and feel so confident in yourself and your parenting? Because it's all going to come up, you know? Mm -hmm. So instead they listen to our podcast and they hear Lindy and I's hard knock life in my goat pajamas (laughs) and realize that, you know, you don't have to get it all right. Right. Oh. I also, it seems like as the stages go on, so like then you find your preschool friends, mm-hmm. pa- you know, the parents of the of your preschool friends or the parents of your elementary school friends. Um, so that's, it's always kind of interesting too because it's almost like by stage. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you kind of grow apart from those people, which I'm so loyal. That like kind of hurts my heart sometimes. But I'm like, oh, they're kind of like, they're they're at a different school now and I don't see them and but they were all part of your story yeah that's what I'm learning you know yeah and they were all part of your kid's story and your parenting journey yeah but it is kind of neat to think like value them Mm -hmm. at that stage when you guys needed each other um but like maybe you don't have to like have your 50th anniversary friendship anniversary with them later (laughs) Do people have those? I don't know. I don't think I've had a friend that long. (laughs) I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy what you learn, like, starting off. Like, I mean, like I said before, this was never supposed to be some sort of, like, clothing company. But it's funny how when you literally step back and you just let something write its own story. Like, I I think part of that, that motherhood pee in the pod article just felt so so forced to me mm-hmm. like the community part of it felt so manufactured forced. yeah it yeah. felt so like hey this is something that sells this is something that works like let's let's try and bring these people in and they can shop from the full website while they're here in this fancy little new york city store yeah you you, you can't manufacture it like it's it has it has to be made it has to be inspired and it has to be run by inspired people and I think that that's what's so special I think about Latch Mama is that the people leading the conversation and the people leading the groups and the moderation is inspired and I think somewhat of what they're inspired by I'm gonna pat myself on the back is the culture we've created within the walls and it like has to go full circle so I think that like reading that article really made me realize hey if you're running this company from a skyscraper somewhere and you have six different marketing teams that are working on six different, different messages through different companies like Martha Stewart and BCBG. And I mm-hmm. think that they own what's the kitchen store too, the one that Sir like Williams. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I don't know. They own a whole bunch of them. It's really interesting. Cause I'm like, how are you going to find, how are you going to know how to talk to moms? 
Like how, like how are you going to look at a situation that seems like so stupid to you? Like, Hey, I'm trying to make Christmas cookies, but I have three kids under my feet and what do I do? And I'm going to cry because I'm supposed to make this, this and this for Christmas dinner. And I don't know how, like how is some dude in a suit or some woman in a suit who has that maybe their MBA or maybe a marketing degree from some big school, how on earth are they ever going to a see the importance psychologically mm-hmm. in addressing that situation and be know how to do it. Yeah. You know? And then how does that manufactured community roll up to like the larger goals mm-hmm. of the corporation? Like Absolutely. that would just make me feel like when it's not a hot thing, then yep. they'll just let that go. Yeah. And it's like watching, like we're very, very particular on especially influencers at Latch Mama because we've tried it. And then I learned how many hours sometimes they take to, to take a picture And I think about like how hard it is for me to sometimes get a family picture and who I turn into in that process. And I'm screamy and I'm grumpy and I'm mean to my kids. And then I look at these manufactured pictures and I'm like, this is not, it could sell clothes. Absolutely. It could sell clothes, but you know what? It's not worth it to me. It is not worth it to me to pay an influencer money for them to tell me it's going to take them 10 hours to take a picture with their baby where they look beautiful enough and they look great or they look tired enough because they're going to manufacture it on that side because that's what I want like it's just it's 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 not it's not real it's not authentic it's not where we want to go as a company we may leave a ton of money on the ground like on the floor on the on the table on the table (laughs) I think you leave the money on the (laughs) table. table guys sleep is not really something that is happening in my life right now um you leave the money on the table we could leave money on the table but at the end of the day like it's money you know it doesn't matter i would so much rather you are reading with your kid Mm -hmm. and playing with your kid than taking a pretty picture yeah or going for a walk and letting your kid sit inside and scream for a second yeah i mean that's that's reality of what we're dealing with not these like half naked hashtag be a mother like pictures that P in the pod is using to market their line and their makeshift community. Like it's just not, uh, because then you have people who show up and they're all dolled up and then these people feel like they have to be. And it's just, it's why Lindy and I show up literally on those Wednesday nights as we are, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, maybe I put some concealer under my eyes so I don't look like I have black eyes, but like other than that, we show up as we are. Because it's been a day, right? Yeah, like- <laughs> absolutely. It's nine o'clock at night with 12 kids combined. Yes. I mean, it's it's legitimately like a day. But I don't know. You just you can't manufacture community. And I think that that's a huge, huge lesson that we've that we've come across. So, yeah, I don't know. Cool. Well, thanks for loving on all of our people like you do. Aww. April's energy is an incredibly important thing here at Latch Mama in the warehouse. And she's also the picture that you can survive motherhood. <laughs> you can survive these early years and get to the teenage years and even survive those. Cause she's, I actually really like the teenage years. I am having a lot of fun and I was scared. Like I just didn't know. I didn't maybe hear a lot of good messages about what the teenage yeah. years would be like, but we are having a lot of fun. So I remember one of my favorite April memories is right after she started working here. We went to a minor league baseball oh. game here. And I remember, you know, Eric and I are very like, we we want to teach our kids, you know, life skills. And we're a little bit more hands off in terms of letting them experience things themselves. 
but I didn't really know how to read April yet. Um, not that everybody has to be that way, but April's very like love her, but I did I didn't I didn't know April and you didn't know if I was like helicopter. Yeah, I mean mom. I didn't know. It didn't, it didn't matter whatever was she I? was, but she showed up with her 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 husband and her three kids at this game, and I don't even know how old. I mean, how many years have you been here? Uh, so that was probably three years ago. Okay. So they would have been like 15, 12, nine. Yeah. Yeah. So something like that. I don't know if they all went together. Do they all go together? I don't, I don't know. But yeah, anyways, they did. but April went and she said, here, here's some money. Go get some food. And I mean, I guess now knowing how old they were, it doesn't seem crazy to me. But at that moment I had very, very young kids and I think I was celebrating the fact that that was going to be my future one day is that you could just hand the kids money and they can go get their own food. But it was also just this moment of like, she just turned back around and kicked her feet up and started talking to her <laughs> husband. And I think she was drinking a beer and she was like, all right, peace guys, go yeah. get some food. And it was just this wonderful moment where I was like, thank God that this woman is part of our community. Like, thank God that she's here within these walls. She's here for a reason. She's here to remind us all that it's going to get easier. Cause at that point I think I had like, four kids at my feet yelling for snow cones and, and cotton candy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was not going to get a single moment to watch the baseball right. game. It always it, sounds like a good idea, right? Oh, to absolutely. Take the family out yeah. That in the drive-in movie, Eric is like, Melissa, no, it's miserable. Every time we go, no. And it's always after I have a new baby. Cause I'm like, they'll just nurse and it'll be great. And the rest of the kids will watch the movie. No, the rest of the kids don't watch the movie. But anyways, it was such a moment of like, thank goodness that April is here because she's going to remind us all that, you know, it gets better. And you do all the time. Oh, you hold our babies that. and you rock them and you just say, it's all going to be fine. And I say, you don't scare me, baby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's great. It's awesome. So thank you. Thanks, guys. Go join our community. Latch Mama Love on Facebook. And be kind or you'll get kicked out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>